Listen. And hello and welcome to the next, the third, is it third? The fourth instalment of Binge Thinking. I don't know how I'm getting lost counting to four, but you know, here we are. I'll blame the heat. <laughs> but yeah, I have uh, two very special guests with me today. Firstly, it's the uh, ever-present fan favourite, Rosa Alves. How you doing, Rosa? Hello, thank you for having me again. It's always a pleasure to join you on the show. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you. You know, you're you're in thank high you. demand, and you know, always enjoy your company. So, it's a win-win. <laughs> and also, yeah, we yeah. have um, the musician, rapper, producer, and one third of the notorious Neverland Clan. We have Yoki Boy presents Omelette. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm blessed, man. It's blessed. Good to good to see you again, man. It's been a minute, to be fair. Yeah, it's been a little while. I'm, I'm, I'm new from Catford now, you know. I did. Oh, swear down. Where you at now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't, don't, yeah, don't have to expose where you're at now, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not that far, though, to be fair. Okay, I'm okay. actually not that far. I'm not that far, right, but right. I'm just a bit, a bit out. But yeah, man, thanks for having me as well. Oh, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. Um, I think it would be a great, great guest to have on, especially uh, with uh, the subject matters we're going to talk about, like lockdown and music and how it's affected the scene and the individual artists in general so just to start off with could you tell us anyone that's listening that hasn't heard of you or your music before could you just have a quick yeah. roundup of who you are what you do what you're about yeah man uh so i'm omelette i've been said it already i'm a producer and a rapper i was initially first a producer Mm. Um, and then I've gone into rapping a lot more now. So I literally just dropped a project in April. Um, I'm kind of just, I don't know, man. I'm kind of just trying to diversify the UK a little bit, you know what I mean? So mm. I'm definitely a bit more different to the usual, um, I don't know, whatever comes out nowadays, you know what I mean? But, no, hey. like, yeah. From listening to, like, listen to what your your sound from your last project, especially, like, the pr production is, is, I haven't heard anything like it. So, yeah, props for that. You are definitely keeping the originality going, so. Thank you. In, Appreciate in, that, man. And, yeah, even I've, I have the pleasure. I think I've got one of your beats on my, on my, in, in Yeah, we had a couple well. of sessions. Yeah, we did, we did. Yeah, they were fun <laughs> to do, man. We'll, we'll definitely yeah, get sure. that cracking again in future. It's got a, yeah, 100%. Make, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, in terms of, uh, obviously, lockdown has affected pretty much every living artist and fan in the in the world. Yeah. So, um, with you obviously being a producer um, and a performing rapper as well, you've had a, your fair share of shows and events that you've had to uh, attend. Um, how did you adapt to all those being cancelled? You know what, to be honest with you, yeah, um, show, I didn't have any shows, so that was all right. I never had to think of that. Mm. Um, if anything, I can't even lie to you. I know for a lot of other musicians, it's been a bit hard, yeah? yeah. But for me, as someone who, I have a job, innit? I have a nine-to-five job Yeah. That I, I balance with doing music. So when it comes to money, like... I don't really have money that's coming from music, really, in it. So, okay. in terms in terms of money, that's all coming from my job. So I was a rat in that sense. Obviously, it was still a bit scary because I could have lost my job, but like, God mm. willing, I still have my job. So to be honest, most of the time in lockdown, man, it was I found it found time to just like, like my girl got me a bass. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh nice. I, I was just I was kind of just making <laughs> more music than I probably would have like been able to in it. So okay. I can't I find lockdown to be quite a blessing really and truly. Nice, nice. I know obviously uh, for you as well because you make your own beats. I'm guessing a lot of rappers, even like myself included, like I've had to start. Yeah. I've dabbled in production myself. Now I've had the time, but yeah, for a lot yeah, of yeah. Uh, rappers, like they would have had to go to studio sessions to get the beats, and that couldn't happen anymore. John. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's a blessing. Uh, did you have like any like problems with like studio access or like not having the resources you'd normally have, or was you just fine? No, again, like I've always kind of just had. I I like to be quite self-sufficient in it, so yeah. I've always had a sound card. I've always had like, I mean, this is a shitty mic, but I mean, it works for like for me to just record demos and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, so in terms of that, I mean, I'd record properly, 
And like, yeah, like my, either my friend's studio is well, like, way better gear than I do or like a proper studio. But in terms of things, me just to actually get things down, like I was all right. I was all right still. That's good to hear, man. It's kind of nice to hear the other side of the coin in regards to actually being on lockdown. It's actually kind of encouraged more of your creative kind of like processing and outputs and things like that. Like, yeah. are you now in the process of doing things a lot more? like a lot, creating more content and creating more music or mm. and is that helped because of lockdown or is that just kind of already been on the cards or do you know what I mean so you know like, to be honest yeah I'm I'm just doing the same shit I've always done in the sense <laughs> you know, like, yeah. if, any, if anything that makes me feel like I've been in lockdown the whole time then because mm. I think maybe because of my production background like this is lockdown. Like lockdown is like exactly what I want for my career. Like, <laughs> so stay, stay in the crib, have my own. Like, that's again why I think it's kind of important for me to kind of have a job because then it allows me to have the money to like, right, cool. I need, I need a keyboard. Oh, I need, I need this. Like, this is these are things I always do automatically, regardless if it's lockdown or not. Yeah. I mean, I'm always buying things or thinking of things to buy in order for me to make shit in my crib or wherever, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I, this is kind of me. Like, this is just what I do anyway. Nice, yeah. nice, yeah. yes. Just taking it to, a, like, a doctor water by the sounds of it. I was going to ask yeah. you... For... <laughs> I was gonna ask you if uh, lockdowns affected any of your like your creative process, but by the sounds of it, it's kind of enhanced it because you just had more time to do what you want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, sometimes having too much time isn't good. It also because like sometimes it's nice, obviously, go outside and have a bit of a change in it and be like, "Cool, well, today I'm just gonna not make music and go hang out with my friend or mm. go, I don't know, go eat or." go yeah. walk around somewhere, I don't know, or, or go on holiday for a little bit. So maybe at certain parts of like the whole four months lockdown, maybe times have got a bit stagnant because I was kind of in the same room. I mean, I didn't get to have a breathing space or anything, but mm. yeah, that's the only thing. But even that's not really a big deal. I kind of can maybe just, maybe a week I wasn't making any music and just chilling and not doing anything and come back to it. Okay, okay. So, no, I hear that. Yeah. I, I had a similar experience. Because for me, a lot of my music is just inspired by my life. So once life was at a standstill, I just felt like I didn't yeah. have much to write about. So that's what part, yeah. partially why I like started like beat making. I thought, you know, if words aren't coming, I can always just string sounds together. And then when the words come later in life, I can, you know, go back to it. Then you can blend and, it. Exactly, mm. exactly. Yeah, exactly, man. How you finding, how you finding it with uh, production? You know, I'm I'm really enjoying it, man. Um, I feel yeah. like just the most challenging part. I feel like I do have a good ear from it, just even from working with like you, and the likes of Kiko yeah. and Samo, who I've who the people I've worked with the most. Um, just yeah. literally just watching what they do while they're making beats of me, I've learned a, yeah. a lot more than I realised. So, I've, I've yeah, for sure. someone that's like a rookie producer, I feel like I'm like I've got a few beats that I know I'm going to use already. So that's um, it's promising. It's promising. Sick. I feel like the most, the um, feel like the longest part is just like going through all the sounds just to find the ones you want to hear. I feel like that's yeah. just a bit, that can be a bit um, long and like, boring, but, <laughs> but I do enjoy making this. Sorry, random question for the two of you because you both produce. Like in regards to lockdown and how the music industry is right now, what do you think is going to change forever because of lockdown in regards to? music creation and producing and things like that what do you think will will actually change i don't know whether for the better or for the worse what do you think will be a permanent change because of it good question um you know what like i think for me like i'll talk for me yeah i've never been mm -hmm. i've never been spoken to by the industry like that like I've like maybe I've known one or two people who are like managers but mm -hmm. like in terms of me and someone me my music being in the industry like I've never really been part of that to be honest so if anything actually this whole lockdown has made me be able to sit down and kind of think right cool what am I actually trying to do what am I not trying to do 
you're not trying to fuck with me, I'm not trying to fuck with you. And I think a lot of artists have had time to kind of think about maybe the, the kind of fucked up things that kind of happen in the industry in terms of like maybe contracts and, yeah. and all that stuff. And mm. so, yeah, I think in that sense, it's kind of helped me figure out, all right, cool. Mm. Yeah. This is kind of the plan or what I'm trying to do or trying to at least the stepping stones of whatever plan I'm trying to do kind of being able to think about that really mm. yeah that's dope and yeah i feel like yeah. it's, it'll be similar in terms of the changes in the industry it'll be more on the artist part because i feel like most artists that are making a living for music are relying on tour money so once the tours were gone yeah. i think a lot of artists would have thought right. you know what i need if i'm gonna sign the deal i'm gonna need some sort of insurance policy where you know if tours dry up again they've got me covered or there's multiple streams of income for for the artists where Mm -hmm. they they're looking to diversify so i feel like yeah i don't know if the industry in itself will change from it but i feel like the artists and those most affected by it will have had to have second thoughts of what they're in for just like omelette had yeah yeah because yeah man it's um yeah again like tours even you know obviously venues closing down there's a lot of things that you don't actually realize that like right these things go what am i mm-hmm. how am i going to actually be able to yeah make money or yeah spend for myself kind of thing you know so yeah, for streams you um, don't make money from like good money from streams like no one does like, yeah from yeah, no, how no, much no. they should be so what yeah. streams yeah as in like streams on twitch or facebook and things like or that like, like Spot, live yeah or, or spotify and youtube and stuff like all like i think Actually. to get like five grand you need a couple million views a couple million streams on spotify yeah. so wow that's quite yeah. yeah yeah so so you don't so like sorry sorry to interject so you don't think like online streaming and things like that is going to be like the transition if like live shows in person are not going to be a thing anymore or going to be kind of reduced well streams will increase because yeah they'll be like the main source of listed music besides live shows but in terms of that turning into um profit for artists it's it's not viable at all that's yeah i mean i I think it's just kind of hard to like for example a hard a hard ticket like you can kind of be able to quantify that because there's physical things that need to happen in order for that hard ticket to be sold. Like, there's people that need to be hired in order for, like, a venue mm-hmm. or, like, a promoter. There's, like, you know, there's, like, actual things, whereas a stream, it's like, what the hell is a stream? How do you quantify what one yeah. stream is in terms of money? Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what I mean? It's very hard to do that. So, yeah, right. like, to be honest, I, I, with streams, like, I'm, I'm a very new artist, so... It would be very foolish for me to be like, oh, yeah, man, I'm gonna get make money or streams, da, 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 because like I, I don't have that many players and all that. Like, like exactly what James said, like, I'm not making enough money. I mean, I'm not. I don't have enough streams even to get like five grand. So that's like a million streams. Mm. So yeah, I think it's important for now us the artists to start thinking about. Like, I've been thinking about and a lot. of My friends have been doing it, or people I'm around been like thinking about like vinyls, like actual hard 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 music in terms of mm. uh physicals like yeah getting back to that kind of thing because also i think it's kind of important to kind of have your music in the physical realm like yeah imagine if the internet just bust down and there was no more internet anymore yeah, you got nothing like, to god show knows for what's going to happen now yeah. with coronavirus like there's so many things that could happen in life so mm. i think also i've had a conversation with artists about even stuff like that like Kind of do more like physical things in real life, kind of things that actually it's tangible you know, people can kind of connect to, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like yeah. it's, it's all so part you, of it. Go on, Rosa. No, no, I was going to say, so you genuinely feel like actually the real life experience will never be able to be kind of like matched by a, a virtual experience. A virtual no, experience will never match up to something that you experience in real life and you actually. Mm go to not at all it will never will like remember i don't know if you, if like back when you were like a young young a kid like you know like young mm. teens where you went to actually buy an album or a single like that was an experience you went to the shop with mm. your mom you yeah you got it 
um, brought it to the till, unwrapped the plastic, put it in. That's a whole experience. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like yeah. something you look forward yeah. to, that's something you remember. Whereas like now it's just yeah, mm. open your app on your phone, press play, and you know, do multitask while the music's playing in the background. It's just not the same. So I feel like yeah, I feel like on on this completely right with you know people doing vinyls and having a physical manifestation mm. of their work because it does add to the experience and I feel like it does differentiate to who really messes with you as an artist compared to <clears throat> who just listens to you because you popped up on a playlist and thought oh he's alright yeah. played him a few more yeah. times but do you think that that would be a generational thing because think about it this way as well like as you said like the excitement like when we were younger when we went to the store we bought a CD and all that yeah. excitement like there's a generation of kids that just will never have that experience because everything has just been solely mm. virtual. That's true. But yeah. I, feel like, I feel like that's up to us artists as creatives and innovators to try and figure out how to turn uh, the cyber experience, the cyber music experience into one that's really memorable and something that sticks with you. That's really up to us to figure out. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I think it's just... Just t time and investing in stuff, stuff. You know what I mean, like. Mm. And also, it's just about the kind of sometimes, as corny as it sounds, we just gotta sometimes make things cool. Like, just make things cool again. Like mm. the same way vintage clothes at one point became cool again. Like everyone started going to buy vintage leather jackets yeah, and yeah, whatever. And you see, you used to see like a whole. You go shortage. Everyone's wearing some dusty leather jacket that smells like the <laughs> 1950s. Like. Do you know what I mean? It's the yeah, same sure. thing with vinyls or like CDs. Like those stuff actually can come back, and if they come back with a way of like, you know, like I said, if we actually speak about actually having things in a physical place, like yeah, man, I think I think I don't know. It, it takes more than one person in it, obviously, for yeah. that kind of thing to happen. Hundred percent. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's the kind of thing. That, anyway, I've been kind of thinking about, and um. Yeah. 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 So, in yeah. terms of like lockdown. Sorry to. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, sorry to keep on with the whole kind of virtual experiencing because I feel like this is actually quite interesting in terms of like the development of music. Like, say, for instance, like Beyonce's visual album, Black is King. Yeah. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, is that potentially where things are really going to go now as well? If like live shows are just not going to be a thing, is it going to be like a whole kind of visual kind of album type thing that you know people will experience is is, is that possibly what it could be is do you know what I mean um, I think it kind of the lack of the live interaction I think it could be but I just don't think that I think alongside the live will be great yeah mm. you know I mean but I think I think I think scrapping the whole live Nah, man, that's like, not that's that's not it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. for the long term, like you need live performances. It's just like you, yeah, you don't you don't you can't beat yeah. it. Yeah, man, and because also like if there was no live performances, yeah, it doesn't challenge the artist to even get better because it's just like oh cool, I can just I can just like um, get my perfect recording that I've done yeah. and slap yeah. it on. Whereas like in a live, you you can have you can have an acapella of a song. You can have like maybe the person delivers that song completely different with a completely different energy yeah, or exactly, yeah. there's, there might be a live element to, to the song where the recorded one is actually just like synths that's on a laptop but maybe for the live they change it to a whole like live setup yeah like a band like, do you know what I mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think I think scrapping the whole live thing is crazy like no, no, no. <laughs> yeah no, no, yeah, no. yeah. No, fair enough fair enough mm. So what would you say was like has been the biggest challenge for you as a creative during lockdown? Um, kinda, I guess. Challenge in a good way, but you know, during this lockdown, there's been a lot of things going on in the world, like obviously a pandemic and people mm. sadly passing away and stuff to do with like police brutality and black lives matter mm. it's kind of made me um think about content and what do i actually want to kind of talk about or yeah. even if even if i'm not i mean i'm not the i'm not i'm not the I'm not the most intelligent guy in the world but i'm also not the stupidest you know what i mean so 
even even if maybe I can't speak about a certain topic in the best way, but trying to, I don't know, trying to just convey how I feel about certain things and trying yeah. to not, trying to not just, I mean, I don't really anyway, but not just trying to just talk shit. No, I hear you. I think, I think, I think now, especially for me anyway, I, I'm, I'm really fil- trying to filter a lot of the things that I, I am. Um, Digest. So, yeah, it's kind of just challenged me to like, alright, cool. What am I actually trying to talk about? And if I have nothing to talk about, it's okay. Like, you can just be quiet. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's a good point because I, I was the same. Like, I do like touching on them topics, but also like even like music, I touch on them. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I think the next song I was planning on releasing was like nothing about like you're just me having fun with rap, really. Like, I'm just talking about way being wavy and stuff. Yeah. But, I was like, this is yeah. this is not the time to drop this, you know what I mean? So I thought, well, let me just chill, like, yeah. let this all process. I just wasn't in that mind space as well where I felt like that wasn't how I felt at the moment, so I didn't want to release it at that moment. So, I just, yeah, I just left it yeah. just, you know, and thought, you know, I started, started this podcast, so I was like, with, with Rose and we, like, we, so we could speak about the things that was ma- that mattered at the time and actually do something that was, yeah. you know, adding to the conversation and helping move things forward. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's a great point. And I say, yeah, that... I yeah. say for me, my challenge, biggest challenge is probably, yeah, just that whole process as well and just, yeah, trying to be creative while being, like, locked in the house and, like, not being able to do much as well. Mm. But, yeah, during this yeah. time... But always, go on. No, I was going to say, also, though, I mean, like, about you saying making wavy songs, like, that's also... Sometimes... Sometimes man needs to hear that as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. sometimes, like... I'm not always trying to be on a Malcolm X thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, not all the time, because that shit will drive you crazy sometimes, man. Like, literally, if you, mm-hmm. like, I had to come up, I had to come up socials, yeah, like, Twitter, because I just noticed that every morning, my first thing is to pick up my phone, check my time, bang, straight onto, straight into this realm of just like, just mad shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> mad shit yeah. just like those are people I were just like talking about a subject and because to be honest I, the thing with Twitter that I realised yeah and, and why I find it unhealthy is that you kind of get to a point where you don't get to think for yourself because yeah. it's just yeah. you're, you're in someone's mind you're in like loads of people's minds very quick yeah like yeah. it's not like a real life conversation where it's like I can kind of choose whether or not I actually want to sit next to you and talk to you it's like I'm just banging straight into your brain and just hearing your rhetoric where it's not healthy man there's a lot of people also who just talk like just yeah. talk shit talk absolute yeah. nonsense like I don't know what they're and talking about and you're just about. absorbing that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Absorbing that. you're just absorbing it it's, and because it's not a discussion it's not like you can actually try to talk it out and get an understanding you're just hearing that one opinion and that's it if yeah. you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no and it was getting me to a point where it's like actually getting me angry and I don't have anyone to I don't have anyone to punch up in my room <laughs> on my phone. Like it's yeah. just my phone me and my phone and me getting angry. So yeah. doesn't help anyone, like at all. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I have to even just delete that for a little bit and just kinda of be mm. like, right, cool. What do you actually think about all this stuff? And what oh. are you actually gonna like, no one can, like, not one person can change a situation or save the world if that's even a thing. No, sure, it's going to take so, a collective effort, man. So. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. I just started to think, all right, cool, what can I, what can I do yeah, exactly. in my small amount of friends or my family? What can, what little things can I do that can, you know, benefit, benefit them? And hope, if everyone does that, if everyone in the world kind of does Good, good stuff like that then yeah collectively you know yeah you've been a better better mindset that's a good point and I wonder things that people are trying to do like in terms of with the music have you, you seen the um, let the music play movement right um, where they want yeah, the government yeah, to yeah. invest do you, are you optimistic about that at all that, that the government are going to invest the 50 million that artists are asking for to just um, keep the keep the industry afloat really um, well, 
they haven't even like started paying nurses yet, so I don't know about music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. how I feel, man. Like I see the movement, and it's like, and I fully support. I do feel like obviously the music industry is like important for like in terms of events and like culture. But yeah, I just don't see it happening. To be honest. But, but to be fair, actually, like they like I read because I actually today I was reading about it, mm. and apparently the music the music business makes like five point two billion uh, contributes five point two billion to the economy. So actually, mm. knowing 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 what capitalism's like, like maybe yeah. they actually will because like, this shit actually makes kind of a bit of money. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. That's that's the thing. Even like with the economy, like without that 50 million all the people that are at the top like you know the adels and the stormsies like yeah they'll be fine regardless they'll be cool yeah, yeah. and they're yeah. the ones that are really yeah. like where you know where's the selling out arenas and on tours they're the ones that are really like the backbone that are keeping like the I'm not saying that let like smaller artists aren't significant i'm just saying in terms of like the economy i don't see like them yeah. looking past the people that are already protected by it well, yeah, you you might be right. You never know. They could, they could, it could turn around, and that's a good. Never yeah, know. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Um, with this five point two billion pound industry, and with artists being at the heart of it all, do you feel like the industry does enough to protect artists? Um, Depends on in, in, in what in what way? Yeah. In terms of like yeah, like financially. No. Because they wouldn't give them the deals that they give. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Mm. But I mean, not to, say, not to say, not to say, obviously, at the, the same time, yeah, I don't, also, I don't know anything. So mm. I'm not talking as if I do know a lot, but it's just, it's, I think it's up to, it's business at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's very much up to the artist, as much as you know your chords and you know your vocal range and you know how to rap and you know, I think it's very important also that you know what you're getting involved in and maybe what the norm is. Yeah. Well, well what the norm what the norm has been mm. and figuring out, okay, cool, is that actually something I want to do? Yeah. And if not, how else am I going to do what I'm trying to do? And, I, you know, I was actually having a conversation yeah, with my girl and it's, we're talking about like, I feel like the industry, everyone thinks of like the mainstream minute and thinks of like really successful artists who obviously are crazy rich, who are like millionaires, yeah. probably have like bare cars and all that, all that stuff, yeah. But it's kind of maybe important also to kind of, I think as an artist, kind of know what kind of artist you are. Yeah. Are you an artist who's a pop artist who maybe your label can kind of, that can kind of work for you because mm. you can kind of churn out that pop music. Do you know what I mean? Or are you an artist who, like me, who makes hip-hop music that's not trap, that's like a mainstream thing at the moment, or drill, and scaling down, being realistic and kind of scaling down your, what you're trying to do. Like, yeah. for me, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a right to maybe have like, a very core fan base that's maybe not as big as like maybe an Adele, but that fan base is is like tight with me. Like they mm. like anything that I release, they're with it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think it's kind of important to to also. Yeah, I think it's just important to kind of know where you're going into it and and um. But yeah, I don't think I don't think it's really made to. Well, it's really because nah, it's true. kind of yeah. exploited. It's an, an exploitation in a way, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's how it is. I was thinking all business exploits its workers in one way or another. That's how you make profit. You know what I mean? Like by paying people less than what they're worth. Then that bit extra is what your profit is. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it. also, actually, mentally, I don't think they. Mentally, I think, I mean, I don't know now, again, I, I don't sit with anyone in labels or I don't, I've never been in a, had a label meeting or anything like that. Mm. But if I was signed, yeah, I would ask to be told in my contest for them, for them to pay for my health insurance. I'd be like, yo, I want health yeah. insurance, pay yeah, for health yeah. insurance. Like, that, I think that's some kind of important to have, like. 
hundred percent. Because mm. it's kind of yeah, like look how many musicians nowadays are either dying from like drug addiction or like have killed themselves, and you know, like I think it's it's important also to protect artists' brain because that's that's what they work with. Like yeah, exactly. you work with your brain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah, I, I, I mean that would be kind of nice if they <laughs> did that. I mean, I think that would be an actual mad humanitarian move. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think it would give artists as well just that sense of of comfort that they're being looked after as well, and that will just yeah. bring, be better for everyone. You know, happy staff, you be meetings, have better music, and just people will be more productive. So. Yeah, trust, yeah. trust. Because I, I, I hear a lot of things about, like, um, maybe an artist at a point was doing really well, and then maybe at some point they weren't, and they kind of just get, it sounds like they kind of just get dashed on the road. It's like, all right, yeah. see ya. Exactly. You know I mean? that, mm. that probably fucks up. Like, think about how many times I think about when the girls left me. Like, when, they, when, when my girlfriend's left me or something. You're crushed, bro. You're like, raw. Yeah. That's mad. So imagine like your, your whole livelihood. Yeah, your dream. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that must fuck up with my, like your head, bro. Like, mm. so yeah, that, that would be that would be a, a sick move in terms of protecting the artists. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, man. Definitely. For sure. So with that, um, besides like what we just said about you know demanding health insurance from labels and stuff. Um, what advice would you give music artists right now in this, this current climate, if you could? Um, to try and be dynamic as possible. I think, um, I think, uh, even if like an artist is not the best producer, you know, like you're not the best beat maker or you don't play the keys like between John Legend or Alicia <laughs> Keys, yeah. Mm. I think it's I think it is important to be able to at least craft like a basic a, a basis of your sound. Yeah. Because um you just allow your, you, you just allow the music to be a lot more a lot more um uh original because yeah. you're not just going to a producer like I can't even lie to you yeah i I hate sometimes yeah making beats with, uh, making beats and someone's told me ah oh, like I want I want a pop smoke kind of beat, or I want a, I want a this type beat, yeah, because it's yeah. Just like, yo, you're not pop smoke, you know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that, and that, again, it just it allows the music to be or the scene or whatever. I I don't even know what yeah. what music scene is, whatever, <laughs> but it just allows the music to be a lot more different. Like I can hear. I can hear this guy, I'm like, right, yeah, he has this vibe, mm. and I hear this guy, and he's on this type of thing. Maybe they rap similar, but their beats are a lot different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of it being just like, ah, oh. Like, how many are, bro, I know people who just type in, ah, oh, smoke pop type beat. All right, yeah, we're doing it today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I hear that maybe when you're just, like, trying to just mess around, but, like, if you're really trying to stand out, I think it's really important for your sound to be... To, to stand on its own so exactly. I would encourage yeah. artists to to try and at least you don't got to be the best but at least be able to bring something to a producer mm. and be like oh like I was messing around with this or I, I, I like this kind of sound let's try and let's try and do something let's collab to, let's collab together mm. because you're just gonna if, if that's the case you're gonna end up just hopping onto what is the hottest sound yeah, sure. And then, you know, yeah, I mean, your whole career is going to be based off of one wave. And as soon as that's dead, like, you're gone with it. Like, that's good yeah, advice, especially, yeah. like, now I've started producing this bit as well. Like, I can, like, and I kind of know what 
style of production I'm excelling at. So I can like yeah. the advice is saying like for me to go to producers and like show them what I've produced and say yeah I kind of have something kind of like this vibe or even ask them if mm. they can add a layer of drums or something something to just improve the beats I already have is already like a foundation in itself. So yeah. Yeah. So I think it's uh, yeah. I, well, I mean. Maybe I'm talking out in a place. I'm, I'm talking from a place of like <laughs> privilege, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I I make beats in it, so yeah. it's kind of easy for me to say that. But I do think it is important. So, no, it so is, that's it is. one. That's what I was saying. Was there even been times with me where, like, during the early days, or kind of like working with producers? I think maybe even with you as well. Like, where I think I'll be asked, like, yeah, what kind of beat do you want? And I really, really, I wouldn't really know what to say, bro. Like. That's on a sick beat I can rap to, but yeah, it's obviously yeah. yeah there's obviously more to it. Like you need, you know, the, whoever you work with needs some kind of guidance to what you need to do. So yeah, definitely. I think it's um, yeah, yeah. Because I listen to I listen to like people like sometimes when I listen to like Stevie Wonder or I listen to like like she's a one of the best examples. Yeah, mm. you listen to an album of Stevie Wonder. Bro, this guy could do like a ballad, then he could do like he could do like a like a um, a bossa nova kind of song. Yeah. The next song, and he could do like an upbeat kind of song, and it's all different. But it it doesn't it doesn't um it doesn't sound out of place because yeah, it's yeah. all made from him. Do you know what I mean? And mm. so I think it's it's important still. It's definitely important to be able to do that. Cause you don't want to again. You don't want to like. You don't want to just have an album that's just, like. It's just all the same kind of beat. Like yeah. It, it, I don't know. I, to be fair, I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyone can. You can do it. You can do what you want in it. But for me, anyway, like. No, um, I get it as well. Cause there's there's rappers I like. Even like a lot, quite a few like artists, like mainstream ones. I'll hear like yeah, two or three of their singles, and I'm like yeah, they're popping, and I'll listen to that album. And it's t- the whole album sounds exactly like their two, three singles. Just like, what's the point? Mm. It's kind of like you realize yeah. you listen through, and you realize you're on like track seven, and they all sound you thought you thought you're still on track one because they all sounded the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. So it's like you want to see more of a range. You you want to be able to see range in artists. Exactly. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's just kind yeah, of like yeah. with it's kind of like especially with like with uh, listening to an album. It's like a journey. So. Or like telling a story. Like no good story is the same emotion or the same like speed all the way through. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. There's a slow moment. There's a heartbreaking moment. There's an angry moment, and then there's a conclusion mm. at the end. Like it has to, it, there has to be a there has to be a journey. For journeys, there has to be different speeds, different feelings. Yeah, trust me. Mm. I think to be honest, yeah, I think that's what's lacking here. Yeah. In the UK, like, a lot is range. Yeah, hundred percent. Range is lacking over here, and I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I would just advise artists to get into your own head and figure out what it is that you like. Figure out what you're trying to, what you're trying to do, like, mm. and learn, learn some shit. Like, learn how to, how to produce. Learn what. Learn what. Um, Learn what a major scale is. Learn like you haven't got. I'm. I'm telling you, I am definitely not like the nerdiest Beethoven Don at all. Like, <laughs> but but like, yeah, I do take time and to do that. But if this is something you're trying to do for the rest of your life, like, how can you have a twenty-year career and all you know to do is rap? That's kind of nuts to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of nuts to me. Or like, um, yeah, I don't know. A very so you're thinking more kind of longevity in terms of actually building a career. It's more about so, it's not yeah. just about you just starting it. It's like thinking the long term. Think about like how you're gonna maintain a career as opposed yeah. to just starting it and dropping it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. important because like like again that like we're talking about labels, yeah. Um, labels. Let's give like America an example, yeah. Mm. Um, what I would like to see here at some point and I understand as well the game here is a lot more younger than it is in America so 
these are probably things a lot of this is probably a lot of thoughts that people are having now yeah but what I would like to see is to see in a lot of more people who are actually come from like the scene like have been making music for a long time and them being like in control of like who gets signed and and because I feel like a lot of it is kind of like, all right, cool, you've got a million players? Sweet, man. Come over here, bro. We'll give you, like, a stack. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go. And then, if, like, for example, like, Graham. Like, Graham came back, and then Graham was a thing. Mm. Bear things going on with Graham. Graham started to settle down, and no one cares about that now. In mm. terms of, like, in terms of the mainstream. Yeah. I'm not talking about, there's definitely people who care about Graham. But in terms of the mainstream, whereas, like, say, for example, if you had, like, I know Wiley's not the favorite right now, but if you had Wiley, Wiley had like a label. He's someone who actually goes and looks for underground dons who no one really knows, but he knows that they're sick. And yeah. people, look what he done with Chipmunk. Look what he done with Ice Kid. Like, yeah, he radio station. He birthed a Chipmunk. Like. Yeah. So, it's funny because the whole reason he's cancelled is because he felt like he couldn't do those things on a larger scale because he was being blocked. Yeah. And then he said yeah. that in a way that was very politically incorrect and then yeah anti-semitic yeah, yeah yeah and then that's what shutting down but the fact that um yeah that you touched on that and that was his whole goal in the first place and just didn't go yeah. right correctly is is yes it's telling yeah which is kind of nuts to me though because i think about when you think about labels like uh bad boy or like um Interscope, yeah, they're all underneath these other big labels. Exactly, so, they're, all, they're under the same umbrella, like Universal, Warner, wherever. They're not their own yeah. entity. They're subsidiaries. So yeah, so if anything, it kind of in the label's interest, money-wise, to even allow someone like uh, a Skepta or a Wiley or to do those type of things, because it's like, right, you actually know what you're talking about. You actually know, you actually know the music. Yeah, you get me, like. Yeah. yeah. It makes so much sense. But, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not in them buildings. But, yeah. yeah. I think, again, yeah, look, that's that's a longevity thing. Mm. Like, okay, cool. You might have been, been rapping for 10 years. Now, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to try to be, start your own label? Or yeah, are you going to exactly. be a producer now? Are you going to be, a, like, a mix engineer and mix other people's records? Like, yeah, that's kind of what I think as well like people who are doing music should think about yeah you have got to be versatile man like even if it's like yeah like you said you don't have to be like even within music like if you're going to start a own label like you know start reading books about business now or like you know Mm. other things and even like if you are going to run a label you are going to need to know a little bit about everything so if you can sign producers Mm. if you're signing a producer to your label you kind of you know the basics of production so you know who's about it if you know yeah, 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 you know yeah. he's 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 actually on he's he's actually on the production team and yeah, 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 true. And even like if you name like the top ten rappers, like all ten of them will have something else going for them with their music. You know what I mean? They want they're not just rappers. They've either done production yeah. somewhere or yeah, run a successful label or done something that isn't rapping. Yeah. Well, so yeah. And also, I mean, you don't have to do... Your longevity doesn't have to only just be in music. You might have something else that you like. Exactly. That you want to do yeah. as well. So, yeah. You're right. And, um, yeah, with that, um, how would you... Now that artists can't really go to shows... Not artists. Now that fans can't really go to shows in a minute, um, probably won't be for mm. quite a while, Like, how else do you feel like fans, music fans, should support their favourite artists? Um, spread, spread, spread the music. Um, spread the music and pay for it. Yeah. Again, like if people, that's what I've I've been trying to do. I've been trying to do this myself in it, and mm. not because in a way I, I kind of can't expect people to pay for my music if I'm not paying for other people's music. Yeah, I get, mm. I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, so I've been, I've been like. I've been like slowly starting to start like my own vinyl collection and paying for people's music that way and um you know like show I have a show and love to other people's music that I like and, and 
like on my Instagram, if I'm listening to something, I always just share it mm. and just blow it. Yeah. Like I won't say nothing. I'll just you know how you can just on Spotify, you can share and put it on your story. Like I do that all the time, mm. just as a way of like kind of starting a silent conversation or just like oh like I'm listening to this. Mm. Maybe that someone might click on it and listen to them, listen to it themselves, and so. Yeah, I think paying and sharing people's music, music's meant to be shared. So yeah, yeah, we go, man. That's kind of like this simple thing that, um, and it's that simple. Like yeah, like sharing music, it, it's free. Like a retweet is free, a like is free. Telling your friend this yeah. artist is sick is free. Like yeah. you're like it makes such a difference. Let's say like let's say like. For some, for some of this, like like one of like we had a hundred fans. If all of our hundred fans tells one other person, our fan base has doubled. Like it's that simple. Like yeah. people, yeah. like it's yeah. just you don't understand. A lot of people, like fans, don't understand how like much how significant like them their support can be, or like them like yeah. Yeah, spreading the word. But you know they'll like say happy birthday to Drake, like on their on his Instagram. Yeah, that's when a good he point. When he won't, he's point. never gonna see it. You know what I mean? But I feel like a lot yeah. of things with people, I feel like with their interactions with artists, even like when they like share them, they kind of feel like, oh, this guy's cool. So, you know, if I show that I'm listening to Drake, I look cool too. As opposed yeah. to the point where they're like helping someone else where like, you know, like yeah. they don't really have, they feel like they need to be associated with someone that's already cool when like they don't have faith in their own coolness. Like if you say this artist is dope, people trust you enough to believe that they're dope, you know what I mean? Without yeah, yeah. I just don't know how strong the music love is here. That's, that's, that's the a, thing. Another point. Actually. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how how yeah because for like most of most people who listen to music, yeah, like we're not talking about us in this conversation. Every, like the population of people, most people get the music from the radio. Mm. A lot of people don't actually go and be like, all right, today I'm actually going to go look for some music and yeah. Yeah. see what I like. Most of it is kind of given to you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I heard this on the radio, it was catchy when I was driving my car. Yeah, I'm just going to... Or people... I, I think playlists are also are good, but I think also it makes people lazy, you know? It's just yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. go and... I'm just going to go and rap caviar today and mm. I'll listen to whatever... And more time, they might not even actually know who's actually, whose song it is. It's just in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think also that's another thing that I think streaming has kind of taken away maybe. Yeah. Because it is people's um, curiosity for music to go and be like, oh, I'm going to go and to be honest like, I'm not I'm not in the music industry I'm not an artist or anything but one thing I would say is I think is like don't be afraid to like just put it out there if you know at the same time like yeah. um so I like stream on Twitch and there was one guy he was just like oh I produce music and I was like you know what just just put the link in in the chat uh, let's listen to it and it turns out he made like lo-fi beats and things like that and i just played it through my stream mm-hmm. and i was just like the fact that he literally just said oh i do this and i was like you know what let's let's listen to it right now do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. and and like it's just like that moment it's just like so kind of like organic in regards to like you know what i'm actually quite into lo-fi so let's all just listen to it all together while i do my stream and and like that was actually really cool because then in that way i was able to kind of like help him but if i didn't know by him saying it yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have yeah, like yeah. it wouldn't have happened if that makes sense. It's like don't be afraid to say this is what I'm doing and this is who I am and like yeah. this is what I want to do for a living. You know what I mean? And so I think like for me personally, and like, I actually quite liked that about uh, this uh, guy that um, was on my stream. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know what? Give give him a chance. And I think if you do that, people are more likely to be like, all right, then let's give him a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Like, um, yeah. I just think people should be a lot more, allow themselves to be more curious and go mm. and search yeah, things. Yeah. 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 Because it's kind of fun. It's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of fun to be like, oh, that's shit. I don't want to hear that again. Exactly. Oh, this is actually good. Yeah. It's good yeah. to like, it's, it's yeah. kind of nice to dig through shit like that. It makes yeah. it exciting. Because uh, music is subject, is, wait, hold on. Is it subjective? Subjective. Wait, which, what? which one is it? Subjective. 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 
subjective. Yeah, I mean, it's subjective, like, you know, like, <laughs> you can have your own opinions. So, like, I, I kind of like having debates with people about, like, I went to one barbecue in uh, last month, yeah, and they were talking about he's better, Jacob Kendrick. And it was kind of like, it's a very nerdy conversation. Yeah. But like, it was sick because I was hearing bare people with different point of views that I might not have even agreed with. But like, it starts like, that's, it starts like kind of culture of like, of, of something. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's kind of missing a little bit. Yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, I think that that's uh, brought our our podcast to an end so um yeah before we go do you want to plug your socials or current projects you have like what's going on with you where can we find you yeah man uh i just dropped um an ep on april seven tracks were produced by me bars all from me um it's called if you want you can get it if you type an omelette onto uh, any of your streaming services o-m-e-l-e-t uh, I also have a instrumental tape that I dropped in 2018 called Living a Lie Bio. Same thing, if you just type in my name, you can find that. You can also find me on Instagram at omelette, O-M-E-L-E-T-Y-B-P. That's on Instagram and on, on Twitter, you can find me at omelette, underscore, underscore, two underscores. And um, you, next thing I'm doing... I dropped a actually oh yeah shit I dropped a song last week I dropped a song last week um, <laughs> called the smoke that <laughs> the smoke that thunders um, that fire as well and then I've got some music I'm dropping with Ryan Hawaii um, soon I'm just getting it mixed at the moment so um, right. yeah I've got a couple things still a couple things I'm working on I'm working on new music for myself as well so. been a busy boy been a busy boy yeah man I'm trying I'm trying. Yeah, I think it's a good, but yeah, place, good place to wrap up. But yeah, thanks again for coming on the podcast and uh, yeah, dropping no, no, no. some gems. And yeah, Rosa, thanks again for helping again. You know? No, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to have you. But yeah, that's been Binge Thinking. I'll see you on the other side. Thank you.